Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to Houston, PA, Houston's public affairs show, an iHeartMedia broadcast. Our disclaimer says that the opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect those held by this radio station, its management staff, or any of its advertisers. My name is Laurent. I am the Texan from France, and I get to welcome a, a colleague of mine from olden Rock 101 KLOL days and the founder of the organization that she is working with. They're called Steel Magnolia Moms. You can find them online at www.steelmagnoliamoms.com, and they're an organization that helps mothers who have children with special needs. It's a wonderful grassroot type of organization. It was literally founded by the lady who is here with my friend, uh, who decided one day that uh, there was something that should be done about how these children are cheated, treated and, and maybe cheated out of a great experience, but also their mothers and their parents and the fact that uh, when children have challenges to overcome, very often in society we've had a history of hiding those things instead of uh, engaging our community into helping us all, and uh, their organization is precisely founded to do that. Elizabeth Elder is the founder of Steel Magnolia Moms, and my friend Tiffany Williams is with her. She is serving on the board of directors. And Tiffany, we'll go back to KLOL days, Rock 101, <laughs> KLOL, Outlaw Dave, the Stevenson Pruitt Show, and then the Grego Pruitt and the Boner. I mean, they were good times, Laurent. <laughs> you, I, I just, I remember seeing you every once in a while at those after parties we had at. Uh, Wait, shh, don't tell any oh, secrets. Oh, right, right. No, we, we were young. This was before the children and all that. It's, it was perfectly legal too. It was just a lot of fun, and it was radio the way that we don't do it anymore, really. That's so true, and it was such a family, and we've kept in touch. I mean, this is twenty yeah. plus years ago that we're talking. Yeah, we've kept in touch with all of this family. Yeah, it's it's been it's been a quite a wild ride for me, and I'm still doing this show after all these years because it gives me the opportunity to meet people like you and to talk about these organizations. Well, thank you for having us, and that was so fun to reach out to you as an old friend. And really, no. <laughs> <laughs> so you're still doing this? Yeah. Are yes. you kidding me? This city is amazing for this kind of show. It is. So I have to ask Elizabeth Elder, who is the founder of. Steel Magnolia Moms. Why did you found Steel Magnolia Moms? Ah, because we needed it. I needed it. I mean, I, at the time that I started Steel Magnolia Moms, that was in 2016, and I had two young children. Annabelle was five, and Blair, my son, was four. And even though I was, you know, from Houston and had a wonderful network of family and friends, this motherhood that I had always dreamed of, and I, you know, ever since I was a little girl, yeah. I wanted to be a mom. And to be frank, it wasn't anything that I had envisioned. It was really hard, and it was really, really lonely and difficult. Well, I'm pointing Why? out that Annabelle and Blair both have a rare genetic right. condition. Right. So my older two children, I've now had three children, um, and that's 
a great part of the story later on. But at the time, I only had two children, Annabelle and Blair, and uh, they had a condition called Lee syndrome, L-E-I-G-H syndrome, like the girl's name. And um, it's a rare genetic mitochondrial condition that basically limits their body's ability to create energy. And so um, they have global delays. I would say the, uh, you know, physical delays are probably the most prevalent, certainly the most noticeable. Um, They're in wheelchairs. And um, but before I go any further on this story, I just want to say, because it's very confusing Mm -hmm. whether or not I speak in present or past tense, my daughter Annabelle passed away uh, about a year and a half ago. Not quite. I'm so sorry. Well, thank you very much. Um, and so, um, and going back to, I mean, Steel Magnolia Moms, it was amazing how this group that I had created originally to bring these moms together uh, when I was in the absolute darkest time of my life to see that there were a thousand women that were all there because of the love and the light that Annabelle had inspired me by um, that I then poured into Steel Magnolia Moms. And then when she passed away, um, it was wonderful to have this group of women that knew her and were inspired by her and uh, understood that it was really Annabelle's legacy is the reason why we are all here Mm -hmm. together. So in a way, she sort of helped uh, you to lay the groundwork to start the grieving process in in better conditions than you would have had had you not had any support. Yes, 100%. Um, And anybody who met Annabelle, she she just had this bright light. She was so joyful and um, this happiness about her. And she taught me very early on in this motherhood journey – that even though life is incredibly challenging, whether you're an individual with, dis- with a disability or you're a mom or a father raising a child with a disability, when you look at life through the perspective of many of these children, where it, it, it like recalibrates your perspective and the simplest pleasures are amazing. The the tiny little inch stones, we call them, rather than milestones, are so exciting that you end up going through life, seeing the beauty, seeing the joy, celebrating based off of minor things that most people in this world totally miss. And take it for granted. And take it for mm-hmm. granted. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I I feel like we kind of just launched way into that, but it. Well, we did. Well, we were yeah. speaking about how Steel Magnolia Mom started um, because you felt so alone and isolated, even though you had this network. Right. Going having two children with special needs in wheelchairs. Right. Do you want to talk about your nail salon story? No, <laughs> everybody loves it's the Disney story. It is the Disney the, this story. This is the spark that lit this the fire. This is the spark. So. This was the spark. That's right. So, uh, I was getting my nails done and. I was at that part where you're getting the the head and neck massage, and so my eyes are closed, and I hear these women at the um, seat next to me, and one of them had just gotten back from Disney, and she was telling her friend all about it and kind of her little, t- you know, tr- tricks and tips, and uh, she said, "Well, you know, 
you've got to, so many people talk about how you have to hire these uh, kind of concierge guides that can help you cut through the line. And there's always a way if you're willing to spend some money. Exactly. And her or. friend said, <laughs> right, exactly. And so her friend said, yeah, but I mean, isn't that so expensive? And she said, yeah, but you know, I mean, the thing is, if you could just have a wheelchair, you can suddenly cut the line. And maybe, I mean, maybe I guess you have to have somebody with a disability or maybe I could just rent one. And y'all, I am telling you, rent I, a person with a disability. No, rent a wheelchair to put yeah, your I know, up for interpretation. It's not because, any more dumb. No, literally up for interpretation. Okay. Because uh, to be to be honest, I heard it the same right. way that Laurent heard right. it at first. Because we're talking about people so unscrupulous and d- dissociated from a sense of honor, right, and decency. It's like, well, yeah, you might just bring somebody in who's in a wheelchair. I with you. could not believe my ears, and I am not one to have a loss for words. And I suddenly, I, I didn't even know what to say, and so. Um, the friend who had said that walked out and then I was so disappointed with myself. I thought, shoot, I mean, that, that is like the perfect opportunity to give that teachable moment and let them know. And it just so happened to be that my daughter Annabelle had just gotten a wheelchair and we had not used it yet. It was parked in the corner of our dining room and I was really struggling with accepting the fact that my five-year-old was at a point where she was too big to carry, wasn't practical to keep her in a stroller, um, and was not able to walk. And so I took to this Facebook page of the neighborhood group called Memorial Information and Trading, and I just shared my thoughts there. Here's your teachable moment. If you're those two ladies in the salon, this is what you said. And you were very gracious about it, right. but you got your point across. You didn't have to, but you were. Well, so I so I, I submit it, and then I thought, well, that's going to be useless if these ladies don't read it. So I walked over to the one woman sitting next to me, and I said, excuse me, are you and your friend on MIT? And she said, uh-huh. And I said, okay, well, there's a post on there that I just shared. I really think the two of y'all would benefit from reading it. <laughs> and she said, oh, okay, thanks. And I thought, oh, God, I got to hightail it out of here. It's about to get really awkward. (laughs) So ran out, paid. But I'm telling you that by the time I got in my car and had driven a couple blocks, I checked the status. And it was unbelievable. There were so many people who had liked it, loved it. But what was even more amazing is how many other moms were commenting and saying that they, too, had a child with special needs And I was blown away because up until that point, I, for some silly reason, truly thought that I was the only mom walking around Memorial West Houston with a child in a wheelchair. Yeah, but it's so that's such a natural reaction. These are things that happen to us. It's very personal. Right. And you and And you you feel feel very you feel very alone. Um, And so anyway, for the rest of the day, I just I my heart just kept getting bigger and bigger and filling with just so much you know, emotion and gratitude towards this community that I unfortunately had not really tapped into. I was so, I was struggling so much with accepting our reality that I wasn't ready to share our reality with my community, with my neighbors. And by doing that, I was very vulnerable, but then I immediately saw how quick our community was to ban around and to lift me up and that feeling of 
being supported, being heard, being understood, and then having people relate to me because they too would have had similar reactions and feelings. It was the most empowering, inspiring. I mean, it, it literally was a tipping point in my journey as a mom. Well, it changed your life too because you you added a whole a whole life to your life, so to speak, with this organization, right? It's, right. it's kind of like a profession. Right. Well, right. And yeah. I, well, I didn't know it just that night. The next day I went back and I posted and said, okay, here it is. I had this post and I heard from y'all and apparently there are enough of y'all out there that are in a similar enough situation. And so here is the launch well, of said, Steel Magnolia Moms. Should we form a group? Let's form a group, yeah. Steel Magnolia Moms. Do you guys want to get together? Yeah. Should we like meet? And I think there were the first meeting. Of us there were eighteen of us. It was our little spring fling. I gave it a cute name, yeah. and uh, we all got together. And we now have had our sixth spring fling, and we had hundreds a hundred attendees, and yeah. um, we now have over fifteen hundred members on our Facebook group. So it has it has grown um, very quickly and very organically, all as you said, grassroots and straight from the heart. You are listening to Houston PA, Houston's public affairs show. My name is Laurent, and my guests are here from Steel Magnolia Moms. Uh, If uh, everything you've heard connects with you, maybe it's not you directly. Maybe you know somebody, and you're thinking to yourself, does she know about this? Does does my friend know about this support group? You can find out how to get in touch with them very directly by going to steelmagnoliamoms.com, steelmagnoliamoms.com. I'm, I'm literally talking about connecting to a group of people who will respond. And uh, we, we don't, it's beyond the scope of this particular interview, but they're going to change the website. They've grown, and they're, you know, Elizabeth and Tiffany are, are working to change this organization into something that is permanent and works for anyone. And uh, they're going to have a sign-in system that it will allow people to communicate directly. In other words, uh, it looks like they're uh, going to keep using the social media companies to spread the word, but the actual work will be done on their own website, which is going to give them a bunch more freedom and uh, hopefully more power to raise funds. So you can go to steelmagnoliamoms.com, steelmagnoliamoms.com. Uh, my guests are Elizabeth Elder. She is the founder of Steel Magnolia Moms, and Tiffany Williams is serving on their board of directors. And Tiffany, why? How did you get? How did you? Well, was s- it the Facebook post? I saw that original I Facebook have to ask, post. Elizabeth, did the two ladies you wrote that for and about? Did they see it? Did they respond? That's a great question that nobody knows. We don't know. Yeah. I've got to think at this point, as maybe as much as that story has been shared in the community. Do you think they would have had the self-awareness? To, I don't think that that wasn't me. They probably even forgot. You know, on a completely different scale of dishonorable behavior and lack of civility, it's putting a service dog shirt on your dog and bringing him <laughs> on the on the plane. It's like, listen, I love my dog and my cat, but neither of them are service dogs, okay? <laughs> right. Just, or they but, handicap you know, but it's the, placard, and the, the parking placard, and they walk out yeah. totally fine. You know. Yeah. It's, meanwhile, we've got our son in a wheelchair. <laughs> With it's the back just, of the parking lot. But we we're, we're, I think we're at a point in our society now where we're used to seeing these sorts of incivilities, and we just let it walk by just like the fake service dog in the airport. And Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. 
Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No You're taking away from people who really need those services. And what you're dealing with is on an exponentially more sensitive level because it's completely life-changing. It's not about a comfort. It's, it's, right. about, it's about actual life. But so, Tiffany, to get back to the reason you're with this organization, you saw the post? I saw Elizabeth's post, and I have two children, and my youngest son also has a very rare genetic condition. His is called FOP, which stands for Fiber Dysplasia Ossificans Progressiva, where his body turns his muscles to bone progressively oh over time. So it's a very physically debilitating, progressive condition. And nobody in Houston, nobody else you know, it's like 800 known cases in the world. So again, very isolating. And even though I have a great network of other FOP families around the globe, nobody in Houston. So to find other moms whose kids, we have a whole range of special needs ranging from um, developmental um, genetic conditions, autism, all kinds of Down syndrome, all kinds of things. Um, so this truly is a group for, for people that are they're dealing with extraordinary circumstances. Yeah, and it doesn't matter which ones, because right. most, most groups like this are very specifically geared toward, towards people living with autism or, yeah. or, or specific diseases. Right. And that is what makes us different. One of the things that makes us different is that it's not diagnosis-centric. Yeah. Um, it is, and it's for the moms. Um, and we don't, I mean... <laughs> The flavor, the the culture that we have created at Steel Magnolia Moms, it's about positivity and fun, and you know, let's focus on the the joyful, happy, happy things yeah. in our lives. Um, now, that's not to say that sure there there is challenge, there are fears and stress, and when there's a mom that you know, comes onto the Facebook group and says, I've had it. I mean, I'm, I'm struggling. Why does this have to be so hard? I don't know if I can do this anymore. We immediately, of course, just come and, and ban around that mom and tell her, you've got it, you're strong. You know, we understand. But for the, the organization, the way that we like to lead our events and our programs is really focusing on the positive part of this journey because there's so much to focus on if you look at the the beauty um yeah but motherhood is already so complicated and you're adding several layers of complication and grief it's 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 almost surprising that we we don't have these support systems kind of built in into our sophisticated society we've mm -hmm. We, we've forgotten the importance of our biological purpose. Like the women and the children are the most important resource to humanity. The guys, let's face it, we're kind of supporting <laughs> roles, you know. But it's a beautiful role. It, it, it's one we should embrace. But w once our wife or girlfriend gets pregnant, it's like, well, what do you need? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what do you need? <laughs> Taquitos at 2 a.m.? I'm on. I'm on it. <laughs> All those things that are that make us laugh, but we forget the fundamental meaning of it all. We we're so connected to technology and 
and and and you know career centric ideas mm-hmm. and philosophies we forget mm-hmm. so yeah you know your purpose is to survive long enough to have children after that you're obsolete <laughs> technically speaking obviously our humanity means that we can do so much more but on a biological level and since we're talking about these diseases mm-hmm. you're you're it's an opportunity for you to bring us back to earth in a way and remind us you know this is hard it's hard if it it's a hard. good day yeah one of the things about Steel Magnolia Moms is we get together often. So it's not just this online chat group, which is great because you can share recommendations for pediatricians and, you know, a lot like of school services. Sharing. We do yeah. a lot of resource sharing, a lot of venting, a lot of celebrating. Um, so that is great for Facebook. And just as a plug, it's Steel Magnolia Moms Houston. It's the private Facebook group. If you are a mother of a child with special needs, you log in, you request an application, you request to be admitted, and there's a few questions that we try to vet to make sure you are a mom with children with special needs. But if you feel like you could benefit from the support of our group, we welcome you to, to join us. We have a public social media on Instagram and on Facebook for anybody who wants to kind of follow along the story because we share yeah. our pictures of our events and ways to interact with us without being in the inner core group. Yeah. Um, so we... From all of this interaction, we have developed all of these incredible programs that support our mom, and I'll let Elizabeth talk about them, but when a mom is struggling, we have created a program called Head to Heart, where we pay for a mother to have professional psychological counseling, and we'll pay for her, and we have weekly support groups. Um, We have Happy Campers, where we pay camperships to send the special needs children to summer camp so that the parents have a, a week vacation to just kind of settle Which, in and re- have a little respite. That's uh, what camp is really for. And the kids have a great time, <laughs> and a lot of them could never afford to send children, especially to yeah. some of the expensive camps, especially if you have multiple children. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they just come back, and we have so many pictures on our f- social media of the kids at camp, and they're just like, they just are radiating. It's, it's a so life-changing joyful. experience for the kids. I and mean, the parents, yeah. Right, and so our, our logo is Happy Campers with the – parentheses around the S of campers as an emphasis and the plural because it's the kids may be the one going to camp and having the happy camper experience but really it's the parents at home and the the siblings who are getting a few days a week of respite that are happy campers too and that goes back to our mission is really supporting the moms and subsequently the families that are taking care of these children with special needs. So I never thought I would see the day that I would be dropping off my kids for five days yeah. and pulling out knowing that they they were going to be totally fine and safe and needs met. Um, and it was the most incredible experience for all of us, for the whole family. So, um, so yes, we have happy campers. And then we have angels and butterflies, which is um, in – in development right now, but that one uh, we announced at the one-year anniversary of my daughter Annabelle's death, and so it is inspired by Annabelle um, because my son, who has developmental delays and cognitive uh, delays, would call her A.B. because he couldn't say Annabelle, and so A.B. turned into angels and butterflies And so that is a program that will guide moms through grief and bereavement. And as you've mentioned, grief, you've mentioned it a couple times already, that is a very real, raw emotion that these moms start feeling from the get-go. I mean, before diagnosis, when their child's first born and they realize something seems off, 
there and it must be comes the grief. There's right. the yeah. first, you it know, because be you're terrifying. you're grieving the child, the life that you wanted your child to have, the you know, the motherhood that you wanted to have. Um, and grief is such a funny thing. I mean, it's it comes, and then I feel like you kind of get to a point where you've accepted your situation and your child's diagnosis, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it could be kindergarten graduation it could be you know a little friend down the street's birthday party and you go and your child's not able to participate and it just comes in and it rolls you over it's like a steamroller um and it's very complicated and complex and confusing to be grieving a child who is sitting there right next to you um talk about guilt you yeah. know so that is something that angels and butterflies will help. And then, of course, we'll also help the have the bereavement side of it. Um, ever since I started Steel Magnolia Moms, I'm the fourth mom to lose a child. And sadly, in our demographic, I will not be the last. There will be many, many more. Um, and so we really want to have a program that is um, – just sitting on the shelf, ready to go for when a mom is in one of those dark um, waves of grief or has had a child <clears throat> pass that they will have this program to be able to support them. So we're excited about that. And you're doing all your own fundraising because you're not getting any help from the government. <laughs> right. Have you asked for it? Actually, I mean, you might qualify for stipends, but the point being is that this is truly a grassroots organization. It's the kind of... Uh, uh, compassionate capitalism that we talk about theoretically. This is what we're. This is how it's supposed to work. Those of us that can would found a nonprofit organization, for example, to to help somebody. But that's that's what you're doing. You're really calling on your neighbors to help you fund this organization. We are. We've uh, we've fundraised through um, Run for a Reason is the fundraising arm of the Chevron Houston Marathon. And so this year we will be participating as one of the charities for the second year. Nice. Yeah. Um, I have to brag cause I'm just so proud. The first year we did it, we ran in 2022 in January and out of 60 charities, Steel Magnolia Moms raised the most nice. funds out of all the other charities. And there was an additional $25,000 bonus for that, right? Yes. Um, well from Chevron, it was a, Chevron contest and there was kind of a nuance it was within a shorter time period we raised the most amount of money okay. within 10 days but um but yes so we that's one of our fundraisers we've done a nutty cracker market and that's a fundraiser and then we do we get individual donations from members within the community um, grants, foundations. Moxie boxes? Um, you have these beautiful boxes. Yes, we have the moxie boxes. So the moxie boxes it's kind of like a hug in a box. Um, they're curated gift boxes that we put together twice a year and they're they're just they're so fun because they have a little something in there that you know makes you laugh, something that's cozy, something that makes you feel pretty, fabulous. You explained to me that the Moxie box is a buy one give one yes program. Right, correct. So if you buy a Moxie box, we then will give a Moxie bag to a mom who uh, of a child with special needs who's in a dark place. So the last time we gave it to um, the NICU at Texas Children's Hospital. And within the bag, there's something in there to uplift their spirits, inspire them. There's something that's kind of a comfort item and then also some personal care items. 
And most importantly, there's a card in there that just tells them you're not alone. We're Steel Magnolia moms, and we are all walking this road with you. So, um, and so you yeah. just you just relied on your support network just recently because your son was diagnosed with diabetes, right? You yeah, it's crazy that. how life would have it. So um, we have three children. Annabelle's the eldest, then my son Blair, and then we have uh, Clark as our youngest, and he's now five. And about two months ago, we thought that maybe he had the flu, and it turns out he had um, got diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. And so it's wild because that in of itself would be a diagnosis that would qualify me to be a steel magnolia mom. And... Um, you know, it's kind of like, gosh, what are the odds? We have three children, and all three have had some sort of a diagnosis. So, um, but I think the way that I kind of understand it, and my soul, and my understanding with God is that um, I feel truly blessed that He has given me these children, and. Um, this experience, this life experience that I have been able to turn into something really positive in a way to help the community and help these other moms and a way to make the most incredible friends a girl could ever ask for. I mean, really, my some of my closest friends come from Steel Magnolia Moms because when we get together, it is fun. It's not like we're all standing up and, you know, in some clinical room in a circle. And no, you have to come to an Elizabeth Elder event because it has a theme. <laughs> it has a signature drink. We come in the, yes. the right outfit. Like it's a sequins or sparkles or something like Elizabeth has this that style is... and this light and this just sparkle dust that no, she sprinkles over well, everything. And you. even in her darkest, hardest moments, she has turned that into a gift for the community, for us. The first thing we can do is to remember it exists, uh, steelmagnoliamoms.com. Oh, thanks, y'all. Um, the website is going to be updated very soon. There's going to be a sign-in portion to it, which is going to allow you to have a direct connection to that support network. It's just going to be so much more sophisticated. It's an evolving organization. It's going to get bigger, uh, and it's the kind of uh, organization you should keep in mind because we always run into people who have these experiences, and then we have that experience. And it's important to remember that uh, we're not alone, even though we're, we're such selfish little creatures. Everything happens <laughs> to us, right? I think men have a particular problem with that, maybe. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> well, ladies do, too. Yeah, well, yeah, there's, some, there's some vanity on both sides, for sure. Ladies and gentlemen, as usual, if you have any questions related to this show, I'm happy to just send you the website to steelmagnoliamoms.com. If you need an email, awesome. You can expect to get an answer. Texan from France at gmail.com. That's also the email you want to email if you want to get your organization on the show. As you can see, it's not just friends who come on. I am always looking for smaller grassroots organizations. I'm, I'm really interested in the idea of volunteerism. I think that it is uh, civic duty is something that we should, we should talk more about. It's something that I feel as an immigrant, the only thing we have in common as American that we agree to have in common is, is a belief that the Constitution is a good thing, that we should abide by it. And that means that we have to help each other. The, the, the Constitution is only a tool to help us govern. If we don't do it ourselves, well, you see the result of what's going on. And one of the results is that organizations like this fall through the cracks. They build a bridge to nowhere, but they don't fund steelmagnoliamoms.com to put it in broad, in broad terms. 
Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening and caring about the issues I put on this show. I'll be here next week at the same time. My name is Laurent. I am the Texan from France, and this has been Houston PA, Houston's public affairs show, Houston Strong. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.